0: This episode of the Retail is Podcast is sponsored by Linhaven Mall. Linhaven Mall is the largest shopping center in southeastern Virginia, providing visitors with more than 130 stores anchored by Dillard's, JCPenney, and Macy's department stores, and AMC 18 theaters. Key retailers include Apple, Altar D State, Michael Kors, Sephora, Victoria's Secret, Old Navy, and White House Black Market. Check them out at LynhavenMall.com. Today, we are joined by Christina Walden Hillard and Aaron Walden of Soulsteer Teas. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank, Thank you. you so much for having us.
0: Yeah, great. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Soulsteer Teas?
1: Yes. So, um, Aaron and I, we are the founders of Soulsteer. Soulsteer is a tea and wellness company. We specialize in all natural premium loose leaf teas as well as soul stirring tea experiences. So, those are in person services. Uh, We are also the creators of Kiwi Inspired Teas, which is our signature tea brand. So you can find our teas online as well as in many uh, local establishments. Um, Aaron and I are also holistic wellness advocates. So that's a big part of our um, business um, that we offer wellness services through Solster as well.
2: Well, I think you've wrapped up the whole thing. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I suppose let's dive in a little bit then into sort of how you got started I think it's a very original idea and the fact that you don't have a storefront but you're having to sell it in other um other retailers is is a difficult thing to do so tell us a little bit about that
3: well we um both had the idea so my sister and I were biological sisters and Um, It was a passion for both of us. We had the idea living in two different states and we had a conversation said we want to take this idea back home. It was important for us to return to um, Virginia and this local area because we knew that tea would be a good addition um, because it wasn't really huge in the area yet. And some of the places that we lived in, they had a lot of tea, a lot of tea producers and tea cafes, et cetera. So we just wanted to bring our love for tea, um, blending, and also just serving others. Uh, Christina and I have a background both in human services. So this way we're able to combine the aspect of creating the teas, but also which are healthy, right? Because wellness is a big component of ours, but also to serve others, which is what we have always done. That's great.
1: Absolutely. So Kylie, you mentioned one thing. So we are um, an online retailer and then we do partner with other establishments and other brands. That's been a really cool process for us. So when we first got started, we did explore the idea of do we want to open a tea bar or tea room? And that is not out of the question for us. Mm -hmm. But I think what we discovered was that we really loved partnering with other people so we're very much community oriented our mission at soulster is to promote wellness and community through the practice of tea ritual so it's kind of just deeply ingrained in us to collaborate and to expand and partner with other people so as we were building and growing our brand we're building all of these relationships and finding opportunities where we can be the supplier um, to cafes or boutiques you know small restaurants things like that where there was um, a gap in the market sometimes you can find tea but it's not always that really good premium quality tea like we offer so um we saw the opportunity and we just kind of fell in love with with partnering and collaborating with others
2: yeah because so, immediately when I thought about it I imagined it twofold one that you the supplier that they use it in their- cafes and restaurants and so on and the other was that you would package it and sell it as a product exactly another area that you do
1: yes absolutely
2: so um of course
1: on our e-commerce site uh, you would get the package product which is our signature loose leaf teas so um our two our teas do come in loose leaf form um we're very much about sustainability um we, you know, quality is important to us. We like to be eco friendly in our practices as much as possible. So we offer the loose um, packaged teas on our website as well as in um, local boutiques in the area.
2: So, coming here from um, other states and sort of you know, being in the area now, how difficult has it been to try and network and get your products into restaurants and cafes? And how do you go about even doing that? Because I'm sure other people have tried.
0: Yeah, and real quick, when did you guys open?
2: Uh,
1: We established in 2018.
0: 2018, okay, so a lot of this was also happening during the height of COVID. So that'd be interesting how you uh, managed that during that time as well. Yeah,
3: (laughs) for sure. Well, we had, um, so we really just sought out businesses that we wanted to partner with. Um, Again, we're from the area originally, so because of that, even though we had spent some time away from home, um, there was a couple of places that we had in mind, a couple of other um, entrepreneurs that we knew that we thought we wanted to team up with. So we just went and sought saw, saw places and talked to them and were able to get in with them. And some of the relationships have been able to sustain over the three years. One of the really cool things that you just mentioned, Joey, um, is that, when 2020 hit, okay, and everybody had to pivot, we did so as well. And that shift took us to focus a lot more on our e-commerce side of the um, company. So we weren't at a total loss. We weren't doing as many events or um, connecting with our partners by doing pop-ups, et cetera, but we were able to still have a platform online And by way of those business partnerships that we had already created, they also promoted our online um, tea selling so our e-commerce side. So it was really, really cool.
1: Yeah, I wanna just add a note to that. So Joey had mentioned, of course, doing business in the height of the pandemic and so many small businesses were like incredibly impacted by that. So in 2019, before everything shut down, we were here, then everywhere. Literally, we're doing pop ups, you know, trade shows, markets, uh, events every weekend. You know, so um, that really helped in our ability to build brand aw- awareness and exposure of our company, and allowed us to really connect um, with, you know, of course, our customers and then other business owners, which helped in forming those relationships and partnerships. Um, which I would say is a big reason why we were able to sustain throughout COVID, you know, until today.
2: So, yeah, I mean, from what I gather you're saying that, you know, the timing was a big piece of this. You know, if it had happened during COVID, this may not be the same story. Yeah, so, um, I'm glad that you've been able to connect. And I mean, it's, it's so important. We know that with a lot of our members that that face to face and just you know, connections and being able to collaborate. It's so important. Um, among business owners as well. It's not always competition. It's really working together, helping Mm -hmm. each other succeed. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so the term, okay, I read something about soul sisters of tea. Now, um, I'm a tea drinker, I'm Australian, and I was brought up drinking tea. That was my thing. Um, So how did that term get coined? Because I love that. Um, Thank you,
1: (laughs) thank you. So uh, first of all, obviously we acknowledge the obvious, Erin and I are sisters, we're biological sisters. Um, So that is the sisters part in the Soul Sisters Mm -hmm. of Tea. The other piece of it, uh, the soul, that is our approach to tea as an experience. Uh So we're all about holistic wellness. Everything to us is mind, body, and soul. So taking care of yourself holistically, you know, really making time for self-care and that's just not getting exercise or eating good things, but that's also taking time to do things that nurture your spirit and your soul. So, um, that is kind of, you know, our brand and the experiences that we create, because, we not only have um, our tea brand, but we also provide services. And the experiences that we create, we're always, you know, bringing our own personality and spirit into it. You know, we love music and, you know, we're into, you know, different cultural elements. I love that you said that you're Australian and you grew up drinking tea, right? Because tea is in every culture across the world. And Mm -hmm. what that experience looks like in every culture is a little bit different, right? Aaron and I, we enjoy, high tea, you know, when you get really fancy and you put on the hats, we enjoy that. I we also that. enjoy, you know, more traditional tea ceremonies. Yeah. Uh, we enjoy sweet tea in the backyard, you know, whatever it is, we enjoy all the experiences. So we try to bring these different uh, cultural elements into the experiences that we offer. So that's kind of how we became the Soul Sisters of Tea.
2: All
0: oh, right. Wow. Okay. So very, very- the experiences that you guys offer, so you is You're in businesses, you sell your tea through businesses and online. How do people get to experience these? Yes,
1: yeah, so people can also book our services. Oh. So we offer tea tastings, ceremonies and rituals, um, tea parties, we can pretty much customize any experience to whatever the need is. We do private parties and events as well as public events. Um, oftentimes we do a lot of women's centered wellness events okay. um, where we are doing, you know, different tea ritual experiences. Um, but that's just the click away. So people can learn about our experiences through our website, as well as through our social media. And um, we host events periodically throughout the year, just so people can, experience something new and get the kind of firsthand, if you're new to our tea and you want to, you know, really smell it and see it, and you want to kind of have that in-person interaction, um, we host different events. This past summer, we did a garden party, uh, which was really cool. So we were outdoors and, you know, we got a little bit fancy um, and we did cocktail inspired teas. So there was no alcohol in them, but they gave you the filling and they were really fun. So different things like that.
0: Was that always part of the plan or did you add that um, after a little while? It was always a part of the plan. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Have cool. you gone back to, you see, you mentioned doing pop-ups and that's how you met a lot of people and, and, you know, were able to build your network. Has that come back?
3: It has some. So yeah. we did um, over the summer, we did, I think, two pop-ups. Um, And they weren't our own pop ups. So they were like, you know, joint businesses. Um, Some of our partner um, businesses decided that they wanted to do pop ups, especially to get people kind of back into the norm after 2020. And um, we, you know, we strategically decided that we wanted to partner with them and it would be a good opportunity for us to meet some new customers. So we were able to do that Um, as going forward, you know, we will probably still do a couple pop up events along with our own events like Christina was just saying. Because we we love being in the community. We love having an opportunity to see people's faces light up <laughs> when they they smell the tea just by walking by. They're like, "Oh my god, that smells amazing!" And then you know, talking to people and educating them about our products,
2: right? So, does that also then include like farmers' markets where you would sell your product in addition to yes. sort of the commerce side of it? Yes. Is that yeah. You would. Yeah. You do.
1: Yes, we do. We do farmer's markets as well. We have obviously since COVID, even though things have opened back up, it's nothing like before. Um, It's not nearly as many events, but I will also say it's been a blessing for us since we've been able to grow our online platform a lot more and um, expanding our partnerships. That has kept us really busy. So we also haven't had quite as much time to do as many events because we are, a small business and we're wearing a lot of hats <laughs> so we're, we're managing other aspects as well
2: yeah I mean is it the two of you have you got any other employees or support anywhere we have support
1: we don't have um, any full-time employees yet so it's the two of us and we do have a small but mighty team <laughs> to get a lot done <laughs>
2: yeah it is a lot being a small business owner yeah you've got dozens of hats <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, gosh. Well, yeah,
1: we're we're marketing and customer service team, and you know sales. And <laughs> we're the artisans too, so yeah, it's a lot.
0: <laughs> you guys have any background in any of that stuff beforehand, or are you just sort of learning as you go or as needed?
3: Customer service. So yeah. I I will share this much, which is pretty interesting. So Christina and I, when again, it came out of just the love and passion for tea, right? This idea. And we were trying to figure out, hey, what's our skill set? How can it be applied to our business and our business model? Um, One of the things that Christina brought in was this background already having studies business, right? So she had that knack, whereas I was a lot more involved on the customer service side. So working for several companies prior to doing full-time human service. And one of the things I was, was a bartender for quite a period of time. And so uh, we call ourselves tea tenders. So we're kind of on the, the wellness side, not that there's any <laughs> with having a good old fashioned drink here and there. But, you know, if you want something just in the daytime that does not include any alcohol. Um, but that's going to have you like lifted, your spirits lifted. Tea is a great alternative. So we're the tea tenders. We're the soul um, sisters of tea. We're all of that.
2: (laughs) You mentioned that, I mean, you've identified your strengths,
3: uh,
2: very self-aware. What, how how do you balance that in a business when you're, you're making joint decisions? Do you have, the authority to do things on your own or is everything always got to be passed by each other?
1: So um, I manage the business full-time. So a lot of the decisions that need to be made on the fly, I'm the one making them. I think when it comes to creating new products or innovation, um, introducing new services, those are always conversations that we have together because we founded this company together It was really an idea that was placed on both of our spirits to really do this together. So, when it comes to new stuff, you know, we're definitely like, okay, let's get our heads together. Does it sound like something we want to do? Is it aligned with our mission, um, as well as our purpose and our goals for going forward? That also goes for when we're um, forming relationships with other brands and companies, it -hmm. needs to align with.
2: What we're
1: about. So
0: those are conversations that we have together. Yeah, yeah. Kind well, of other, oh, sorry. Go
2: on, Kylie. I was just going to say, I worked with my sister when I first came over here ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where I think we didn't talk for like four months. <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's hard. I mean, you're yeah. being in business together, but you're also sisters. It's you've got to be able to balance that relationship and not lose that sisterhood, but also, yeah, her being co-owners. It makes it very difficult.
3: That's I think, a, you know, crazy. that I, I absolutely um, could see that being a possibility with, you know, two people who were full time in the business. Um, and I don't want to say that it's a benefit to the business, but because um, Christina does have a lot more experience with working the back end of a business, um, it. It, that's like her strong suit. And I'm willing to like, follow that. You know what I mean? It's not like, I'm not here in a power play to do
2: all that
3: she does. And so not to say that that's what happens um, when sometimes when relationships kind of come to a demise or they fail within the business scope. But I know that, you know, it makes a difference when you have somebody who's um who also knows that they're willing to follow, like that's, that's their strong suit. So I, you know, I take my hats off to Christina oftentimes um, and you know, that's not me just kind of kissing up as we're on this podcast, but (laughs) it's just truly the case. And it makes for a harmonious working relationship.
1: Yeah. And I think something else that has worked to our event, we trust each other, obviously, but mm-hmm. something that has worked at our advantage is that we come from a long line of business owners in our family. And so we have a lot of family businesses. Um, and the one thing that that has taught us is that family is always first. Our family is very close, you know, and family is always first. So if you're in business endeavors with, you know, your sister or your cousin or uncle, it doesn't matter. Um we're not going to jeopardize our relationship as family oh,
2: sure. um, because of business. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's great. Yeah. So, Joey, you were going to ask a question. I'm sorry, I
0: interrupted. Oh, I was going to ask how, um, what kind of uh, businesses you partner with? Where's your, what kind of uh, stores your products in?
1: Yeah, so we have um, a few shops on the south side as well as on the peninsula. Uh, we have a couple of uh, bakeries and some cafes. So 17 Hands, that's one of our uh, longest partners there in Virginia Beach. That's a cafe as well as a bakery. Um, 1865 is a newer partner that is a brewery in Hampton. So that's cool. They actually serve our products as well as sell the retail package teas. Um, Plaza Bakery in Virginia Beach, that's in the Hilltop area um 54 beans that's in Carrollton so if you go over the what bridge is that
3: Bridge. yeah
1: um also VA goods um that's a new mm-hmm. partner in sell the market they're great we actually have partnered with their owner um at her first shop in MacArthur Mall and then we recently started partnering her uh, with her in sell the market so nice yeah
0: I really like the idea of the brewery it's always uh, yeah. annoying if, like, I know my uh, wife doesn't really like to drink too much beer. Right. So mm-hmm.
2: there's like nothing
0: really to drink but tap water, but that's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> I love
2: that idea.
0: I yeah. Think
2: great idea. You should yeah. bring
0: some to Norfolk. That's my area. So I'll be able to get some uh, tea next time. On the <laughs>
1: absolutely. Absolutely. We're working on it.
0: <laughs> so, how about your tea, the product actually? How do you guys make ask, that? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have good Perfect. Yeah. yeah I'm just hey, Where
2: do you source it and where do you get it? And-
1: Yeah, so we have a few sources for our raw materials. Um, Aaron and I are the artisans, as I mentioned earlier. So we're creating and crafting the blends. Um, One thing to note, so many people don't know this, is that true teas that come from the tea plant, uh, most of them do not grow traditionally in the States. So um, our products are farmed in the places where they originate. So like most of the green teas are coming from Asia, Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the black teas are coming from India. Um, so we're sourcing from different places um for the raw materials and then we're getting creative and adding, you know, dried fruits and mm-hmm. spices and things like that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It. How did, how do
0: you like how does that process start? Like, how did you find a distributor for all this? How did you find your sources?
1: Um a, a lot of research online. So when we first yeah. got started, um, I would say everything was a learning curve for, for us when we first got started because it this not um a field that we were in before obviously you know we have some varied experiences that um have led to our success but we really had to research a lot um and that's you know going on Google you know reading books um to just access as much information as we can talking to people as well of course um so we studied. I think the first year we were 2018 was all about like studying and laying the foundation. Um we had what was innate to us um is our love for tea, our passion for wellness, and then our artistry. So being artisans, you know, creating the blends, that was innate for us. Mm-hmm. Uh the other stuff is the stuff that we really had to, <laughs> to learn and adjust yeah. to the learning curve.
2: I was thinking like if you're sourcing from various places overseas, you are trusting that you're getting a, you know, a safe and true product. Um, I mean, that whole process, I think, can be frightening. Um, have you now established great relationships and, you know, or are you always trying to find other other um, sort of manufacturers?
1: Yeah. So I both, <laughs> both for you sure. Were. So we definitely have um, some middlemen that we work with that we trust um and we're always looking for other manufacturers. The reason for that is because of the nature, the seasonal nature of teeth. Mm-hmm. So, you okay. know, we need to be able to have access to our products, you know, as much as possible all the time. You know, one of the things that we note on our website is that we cannot guarantee that, you know, from one season to the next, that this blend is going to be exactly the same as the season before because we may need to get the, the, the base or you know, the raw material from a different uh, supplier, from a different manufacturer. So we're constantly um, looking for uh, ways to expand that so that we're never at a loss.
0: Is and it I like think- wine where the, that could be, uh, the flavor could be different even though it's the same base, depending on where you get it from, the regions?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah so we're we're uh, very meticulous about quality and about consistency as much as possible, but it's not something that we can guarantee you know that it's gonna taste yeah. exactly the same if it's produced um, at you know in a different region if it's grown in a different region or if it's produced you know slightly differently um, if the processing is slightly differently that could that could you know have some minor um, differences in the taste.
2: And I think, too, that, I mean, I I go to the store and I pick up my box of tea off the shelf. I never once think, oh, it's seasonal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a plant like anything else. It it obviously is, but it doesn't occur to me Mm -hmm. that even if I'm buying, like, loose leaf tea that I may only be able to get it a few months of the year, so, I, yeah, I hadn't thought about that that's quite an education.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, interesting. You know, of course, um, as a small business, we've dealt with like some of the supply chain um, issues too that many businesses in general, but especially you know small businesses were impacted by, especially during COVID. So that was something that this is why this is even more important that we be able to um, have different suppliers and sources because. You know, when there are supply chain issues, you know, there is a period of time where it's like this one particular, you know, green tea is not going to be available, you know, until for months. And it's like, oh, gosh, you know, what are we going to do? So that's, you know, we've kind of learned those things um, and have had to make adjustments. And we're learning as we go. Nice. Right. No,
2: absolutely. And I um, I remember I used to live in China and you just reminded me because I completely forgot I'd done it. I actually took a trip out to a tea farm mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. It was like it must have been that time of year where everything was as green or whatever. And we sat there and had like a tea ceremony and everything, tasting all these different types of green tea. I was mm-hmm. like, well, isn't green tea just green tea? Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
2: yeah, there's so much more to it. So yes. I hats off to you for knowing as much as you do about tea, because it is not as simple as people think. It is not. (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) Well, well, we are running short on time. Is there anything else that you guys would like to mention uh, or, Kylie, any questions you'd like to ask before we end?
3: Well, I I would like to mention our social media if we could. Of course. Um, So we can be found on Facebook and Instagram platforms. at Soul Stir Well, so W E L L. And actually, if you follow us on our Soul Stir T Well um, Facebook, we do a live um, or a live cast, I should say, show. Um, it's reoccurring. We just brought it back because we did it in 2020 and it was called Quarantine and Tea then. Mm-hmm. Now it's a quality conversation or Q and T for short.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: um and so we talk everything uh tea um metaphysics wellness especially in the holistic sense so um every aspect of it so um it's really cool to check us out there and then of course you can purchase our teas from kiwiteas.com that's k k for christina e e for aaron W for Walden, uh in, and inspired tease. So
0: K-E-W-I-Ts.com. You well, were gonna ask where the Kiwi was from. <laughs> <perfect. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well it was great, great to talk with you. Thank you this all. It's great we talking really with, with you, you all. Home.
0: Absolutely. All right. You've been listening to the Retail Is podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast, or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Joey Morgan.
2: And I'm Kylie Ross-David.
0: Thanks for listening.